1: Today we are going to be reading two people will be reading I, Devin Enzer will be reading and Kim Howder will be reading. I'll be reading a couple of verses through it through um John chapter three verses one through fifteen. I'll read a couple of verses and then Miss Kim will read a couple of verses through it. So let's get started.
0: Alright, let's go.
1: Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a member of the Jewish ruling council he came to jesus at night and said rabbi we know you are a teacher who has come from god for no one could come perform miracles signs that you are doing if god were not telling him in reply jesus declared i tell you the truth no one can see the kingdom of god Unless he's born again, how can a man be born again when he's older, Nicodemus? Surely he cannot enter a second time to his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, "I'll tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born again of the Spirit. Flesh, birth gave you. Should not be surprised at my saving you, Miss."
0: All right. Uh, verse 8 says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with, the, with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know. And we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must also be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. All right. I'm going to read one
1: more thing about the born again just to give you guys kind of a more understanding. When you were born, you received a physical life. People who are born again receive an eternal life from God. Physical life ends with people die, but a person with eternal life will live forever with God in heaven. How can you know that you have been born again. Memorize John three sixteen. If you believe in Jesus as your savior, this verse says that you were born again you have eternal life.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I like that in your uh Bible you were reading from we didn't tell people I don't think earlier this oh. week. It's the adventure bible. So you said you were reading from yeah, uh
1: mine is the adventure NIV Adventure Bible. It's a kids bible and I said earlier this week it will be a little different because it's my Bible, and it'll be easier for adults and kids and people who listen to um, any of these verses that um, it'll be easier for you to understand because it's a kid's Bible, and kids' Bibles are easier to understand.
0: Right. So, so as you were talking about that, it just kind of made me think of this story and the part where jesus says to nicodemus because nicodemus is like what what are you talking about like this makes no sense and um i just like how um where jesus says wait a minute you are one of israel's teachers like you are like one of the smartest dudes that's supposed to be leading people in the whole country right they're supposed to be leading the jews to teach them and so that they learn and grow in. Your ways. Yeah. The ways of God. So this was your task. This was your job. This is like, how do you not know what I'm talking about? Like, like you should know the scriptures. Like, Duh. Duh. Right. So he kind of like scolds Nicodemus in that way, like kind of, you know, chides him. I guess is more of the word, mm-hmm. but that word's not used much nowadays yeah. to chide somebody. But so he kind of like calls him out. Like, how do you not know that? Right, and it's almost a little scary that since you don't know that, how are the other people going to know? Mm -hmm. Because you're supposed to teach them, but you yourself don't understand or know.
1: That means he's probably not doing his homework, so to speak. Right, right, and and he's not practicing the word of God, and he's just doing whatever he wants.
0: Right. So I think like part of my journey right now is that I'm reading through the Bible in a year. So Believe it or not, still in September, we are in the Old Testament. So it takes like three quarters of the year, apparently, to get through the Old Testament. And there's 36, by, what? 365 days of the year, right? Yes. And it takes like, yeah. So anyway. Most of it to read the Old Testament. Right. But what I love about it is that my understanding of Old Testament now is so much bigger. And to think like, I mean, Jesus is kind of... Again, scolding Nicodemus mm-hmm. here, but in all reality, if you know the history of Israel, it was like like now i we're in like the prophets, so talking about the destruction of Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but after the destruction of Jerusalem, right, like it was destroyed because the people of God, even the priests, even the
1: High. The ones
0: right that are supposed to be the most knowledgeable and the bishops, right? right. Yeah, they didn't have bishops then, but whatever. I get what you're saying, um, but that was a Catholic thing, and that was no. like later in life after Jesus. So, but in the Old Testament, right? Like even the leaders. Were wicked and not obeying God's laws, so it makes sense in my mind now after reading the Old Testament and understanding that historically you're watching a decline of faith, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of somewhat like even relate that to today. I feel like there's there was this point in our American history, at least, where a lot of the leaders were actually believers. They were Christians. They were. Men of God, you would say, maybe right? Like they believed in God and Jesus, and followers. They were followers, and I think we kind of see this a little bit of a decline in that, you know, where even some pastors are falling away from the faith. And I think so. I kind of like to see history now. Yeah, it's a it's a never ending circle. Yeah, it
1: talks about that a lot in Exodus, how Egypt and other countries, Rome. Right, the history is yeah, its very cyclical, right? They just right? keep conquering Jerusalem because they're getting right. punished for what they're not doing right. Right. And God's angry with them, so he's like, you, this is what you get for doing this, so you're going right. to get punished. Right. Just like if you don't listen to your mom or dad or grandfather
0: or grandpa. Right. Disciplined. You get disciplined, so... Yeah. Yeah. So I just find it interesting. Like Jesus is pretty harsh here to Nicodemus Mm -hmm. and maybe not in a really bad way or negative way, but somewhat kind of harsh to him. Mm -hmm. But also understanding that historically speaking, it kind of makes sense because who taught Nicodemus? Did they do their job right? Probably not. No. Who taught that person who taught the person who taught Nicodemus, right? So if we keep Mm -hmm. going back in history, we can see why some of these things just keep falling away and why Nicodemus maybe had a false understanding. Mm -hmm of God's rule and reign and what was going to happen. So anyway, a little bit of grace here for Nicodemus in the sense yes. that he probably didn't have great teachers either. Um, and Jesus comes, right? Like Jesus is now here to make sure there is a fully pure example mm-hmm. to follow. Yep. Right? So praise God for that. Yes. But Nicodemus kind of takes,
1: takes a little fault. heat
0: here, doesn't yeah. he? Like Jesus kind of calls him out. Like, yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Right, exactly. Um, but I love how like the born again aspect is. It's critical. Mm-hmm. It's critical, and it's not just about becoming a better person, meaning doing the right things, um, not breaking God's law. That's not what it's about. No, right? Like it's pretty clear that that born again status comes from, is instituted by the wind blowing. We don't do anything to make the wind blow. We couldn't. We don't have that power. But God does, right? So the wind of the Holy Spirit is the way I read that, Um, is God instituting that born-again status. He's the one who starts it. The wind blows, and it blows wherever God determines that it will blow.
1: I think how the wind blows physically by human but by god is it comes straight down and then once it gets where it needs to be because heaven we don't know how far right so when it comes straight down i think the wind comes straight down and then it blows
0: so and then it takes so it comes vertically down and then it goes horizontally
1: yes because i don't think it goes horizontally the whole earth because then the wind would never end and it has to come from somewhere, so.
0: That's a deep thought. I'm not sure how that works. I don't really care for science that much. So I have not looked into it. You like science? A little. So maybe you could look into that, and then you can give us an update. How does that work? Although most science is probably not going to tell you that God created the wind or how that happened.
1: They'll say a mythical tree circles <laughs> Or that dragon. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so what what stood out to you about the story of Nicodemus?
1: Um, I was just about to say that um, what stood out to me—it's in a verse five. Jesus answered, "I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless it's born of water." And that kind of stuck out to me because Jesus is a living water. He's a newborn savior, and um that. The kingdom of God is only Jesus. You can't you can't rip that paper. You can't fire a rocket or anything to get
0: through it. Only Jesus can let you through. Yeah, so if you look into your Bible, I'm curious what the exact words are because I think you might be missing a part of that scripture. When you're reading it from their notes? Okay,
1: so, verse five. So, verse five,
0: what exactly does it say? Uh,
1: let me find it.
0: Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No
1: one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of water spirit.
0: Water and the spirit. We forgot that part, but. We forgot that part, but that's critical. Yeah, mistakes happen. Yep. That's why I wanted to make sure we, we were clear before our listeners heard that. Yes. Because. There is maybe some question about the water being what exactly the water here is. But it's mm-hmm. clear that there are two ways, essentially, yep. right? The water and the spirit. Um, and it says flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. Yes. So um, we do have to be physically born, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to be spiritually reborn. Yes. you know, And that comes from God. God is the one who... Starts that in motion, just like the wind. Yeah, right? and, and it blows wherever he decides it should go. A few
1: days ago, um, I forgot to say this, but uh, on Wednesday we were talking about how faith, like a child, which is my theme for how on Christian, we have themes every year. Mm-hmm. Faith, like a child, is the strongest faith. And we were talking about that, and that kind of relates to the story. I forgot to say that. Uh, spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Well, and I think that pertains to Nicodemus too, right? Mm-hmm. Where Jesus is saying, "Wait a minute, you are, you're old, you're well learned. You know, you've got a lot of knowledge. Um, so, how do you excuse this misconception of what?" born again means like how how do you not know this right Jesus is
1: probably about I don't know 18 years old or something now
0: well he started his ministry when he was what he died
1: 35, 35 estimated 33. we're
0: guessing around that range so he's somewhere around 30 not 18 when he started his ministry wait oh yeah so he was fairly old Let's not call it old, because sometimes in the Bible, people live to be like hundreds of years old. <laughs> 900 <laughs> not years. Not that old. Well, but that's probably the oldest one, yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I think the, the critical part of today's message is the born again. But you're right. I think it is much easier for a child to come to faith because there are far fewer questions asked. And you just trust far more simply.
1: And ch- and children, right? You the, have to. You have yeah. to
0: trust your parents. You know. Um, Sometimes. Well, you have to trust your parents because, trust me, if you moved out of your house right now at twelve,
1: which when it would good. not go well, right?
0: No. So you have to trust that your parents are doing that which is best for you, because mm-hmm. the alternative would, you know, enough to know that that would not be good. No, right?
1: Not have the money, time, space. Right. energy to buy a house at 12 years old.
0: Right. But as you get older, you have to have less trust in your parents
1: mm-hmm. and
0: more trust in either yourself or something else. Me. You. I would suggest that as you learn and grow that you find trust in God because that's what God is saying. He wants mm-hmm. you to have trust like a child, faith like a child, believing without seeing, right? And and Jesus says that to Nicodemus here too. Yeah. Um, he says, Definitely. I could give you all the signs in the, wor- in the world, all the earthly things that you say you need. but the fact of And the how matter would is, you not know that? Like, but the fact of the matter is, you still don't believe me. No matter how much information I give you, no matter how much um, earthly signs I give you, you still do not believe. Your faith right? isn't
1: like a child. And right. it, it does say in the Bible that a child's faith is the strongest uh, faith in the whole Bible. Like, it says that later in the Revelations, I believe. I'm not sure where, but it says fa- a child's faith is the strongest. Hmm. It's stronger than a full-grown adult. It's not stronger than Jesus's, but <laughs> I, I don't think Jesus has his.
0: No, right? But so, is there anything else from today or from this week that you feel like you just want to wrap up with, or? How Jesus turned the water into
1: wine. Yeah, was that your favorite?
0: Yeah, it's kind of a story this week.
1: Spear that sticking out really far.
0: Yeah,
1: out of a brick or a piece of cardboard. It's just kind of the poker.
0: Yeah, so that one really got you. Yeah, it's kind of like the main story this week. Yeah. So what? What about that? Really struck you?
1: Because every week Jesus did a miracle. Not what every story we talked about jesus did a miracle and i feel like jesus has all power and so
0: it demonstrated his power to you yeah yeah i liked from monday um just that thought about personal invitation Mm -hmm. right just kind of going through that understanding how the disciples were called and how they became to follow jesus um yep and i think that to me, that says a lot about, like, what is my role? Probably does. Right? What is my role as a follower of Jesus? And it pretty much says that, you know mm-hmm. what? People are going to come to Christ and by be personal like- invitation. Whether that be Jesus, you know, or the Holy Spirit inviting them and then other followers surrounding them and helping them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it is the only way is through us. Yeah. That somebody will come to Jesus, right? It's by our testimony, our witness. Um, and so I think that we can't discount our role in that. In that, um
1: And a lot of people don't believe in Jesus because they, they know if they believe in God, they won't have what they always want. So they would rather just die naturally and not, because they don't get the whole point that there is an eternal life, that you'll never right. die if you have faith like a child, by the way. Right, which I keep mentioning that a lot because it's important.
0: Yeah. So, so, but I think that's just it, right? Like, so we have to be the ones who bring that. You know, we got to bring the gospel. Mm -hmm. We got to tell people they they've got to know. How will they know if nobody tells them? So we got to tell them.
1: We got to invite
0: them into a relationship with Jesus, and share how much Jesus means to us. And then say, kind of like um, Philip did, Mm -hmm. come and come see for yourself, Nathaniel. That's what he said. Come see for yourself. Like let you don't believe what I say. Let let you you let go Jesus. Him. Let Jesus show you right. So we can do that. Mm-hmm. We know we can explain our story, tell our story, and then we say, you know what? I know it's not good enough for just my story to impact you. Like, come on. No. You you come meet Jesus yourself. Keep right? going. Let's yeah. So that was what stood out to me this week. Um, I just pray that um, our words this week have touched you blessed you uh made you maybe think a little bit more deeply about things um and just brought you closer to god in some way shape or form this week i hope that uh thank you devin for joining me this week i really enjoyed it i Same. hope you did as well thank you and uh yeah i hope you all have a great weekend we are halfway through the month of september wow yeah. how about that yes Getting closer to the end of the year, everybody. Closer to Christmas.
1: Closer to October and Thanksgiving. Yep. All
0: right. right. All, All right. right
1: have a great weekend. See you ya. You Bye.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at